hmm. we were unaware of that had gone on for almost two years. Oh, wow. So when they told us that she had Crohn's, they said, you've got to change your diet. You know, it's a, probably a dairy, it's gluten, it's whatever. She had uh, four operations where they had to do resections. So she was very, very sick with that. So hmm. my, my wife started saying, you've got to find an answer for this. And what I really discovered was that this was really coming from the trauma. Mm-hmm. And that the trauma was affecting because so many people who have trauma, in particular women, mm-hmm. right, are dealing with all kinds of autoimmune issues. So after seeing that and sort of looking at it, I'm saying, why are they treating this with basically just medication or therapy? Hello, Awaken Beauties. Finally, it's here. The truth to empower women to true inner beauty through healthy biology. And now here's your hostess, Cassandra Keel, your organic beauty and CBD mentor, helping you stay sane, get sleep, and bring your sexy back. Sponsored by evokebeauty.com. Hello and welcome to the Awaken Beauty Podcast. I am Cassandra, your organic beauty, positive mind management, and endocannabinoid mentor. And I am beyond elated to have Dr. Don Wood on the Awaken Beauty Podcast today. He is the creator of the Inspired Performance Program, TIP, And uh, he's going to be joining us today to have a delightful conversation about how to master our mind, which I am so passionate about. So as a clinical hypnotherapist, entrepreneur, and from absolute life experience, I understand the impact of trauma, both little and small, and how it truly can help us get further into the potential of reaching all of our life goals and out of our limitations. And so to frame it up, I want you to consider this. We have up to 80,000 thoughts a day and 80% of them are negative and 95% of them stem from our subconscious and are these same thoughts we probably had yesterday. So this means that you're living in about 5 to 10% of your consciousness in your life, meaning your true potential. So that's really what we're going to get into today. And so I really want you to listen to this whole epic episode with Dr. Don Wood. So let me go ahead and introduce you to Dr. Don. He has developed the Inspired Performance Institute after spending years researching how trauma affects our minds and our lives. Dr. Wood began to understand that events and experiences throughout our lifetime continue to play a role in how we experience life in the present. He also realized that there was a better way of treating these very issues. And Dr. Wood's background experience provides a unique perspective on problem solving. He uses these skills to develop the Inspired Performance Institute and NeuroXP program, as well as authoring two books about his research. Dr. Are you with us? I am with you, Sandra. Thank you for the invitation. Oh, absolutely. As it is 38 degrees, we were saying before we jumped on here in Minnesota, and you just got finished with a lovely game of golf. So 
Welcome aboard. So I really just really respect all the work that you've done. Um, You know, as I noted, as an entrepreneur, you help other people level up in their careers as well as a lot of women and working through their past trauma in life in which, you know, our Awaken Beauty podcast are those women who really excel or looking for, um, you know, the best life possible. And your program is quite unique. And so I really want to jump into that. But maybe let's start with how did you how did you become awakened to this whole piece around mastering the mind, finding out how we can up-level from trauma? Tell us a little bit about your history. Okay, yeah, thanks, Cassandra. Well, basically, it really started because I grew up in a very, very peaceful, loving, tranquil home. I had the most amazing family life. And so I just assumed everybody lived like that. I was very, very fortunate to have that. My parents never argued, never yelled. We can't even really remember them raising their voice. And so when I met my wife, my wife was living in the complete opposite household, very traumatic, very disturbing. And so I thought, okay, now that we're getting married, she's going to be living with me. She's going to be living in my world and everything should calm down. But it didn't. She was constantly living in fear, always thinking about what could go wrong. And that was really caused by the way her mind was developed as a child. She was always looking for the danger because she had to. It wasn't a safe world for her. And then uh, we have three children. Our middle child is a daughter. And when she was 14, she was diagnosed with Crohn's. And when she was 16, she told us about some trauma she had when she was six that Hmm. we were unaware of that had gone on for almost two years. Oh, wow. When they told us that she had Crohn's, they said, you've got to change your diet. You know, it's probably a dairy, it's gluten, it's whatever. She had uh, four operations where they had to do resections. So she was very, very sick with that. So my, my wife started saying, you've got to find an answer for this. And what I really discovered was that this was really coming from the trauma. Mm-hmm. And that the trauma was affecting because so many people who have trauma, in particular women, mm-hmm. right? are dealing with all kinds of autoimmune issues. My wife even heard she had Hashimoto's, so her thyroid burnt out because she was constantly producing cortisol. So after seeing that and sort of looking at it, I'm saying, why are they treating this with basically just medication or therapy? And I just said, there's got to be a better way to do this because we're teaching people to live and manage and cope with it. Mm -hmm. And I said, there's got to be a better way. We can fix it. And so that was really sort of how we started. And uh, the whole premise behind our program is there's nothing wrong with anybody's mind. Everybody's mind works perfectly fine. What's interfering with our ability to stay present and in the moment? And what mm-hmm. I've discovered in most cases is unresolved trauma. Absolutely. And I think that your example of your daughter is, you know, whatever that past bigger small T, you know, to put it short, is everybody's experienced trauma in their life. And you can be as severe as sexual abuse. Um, many, many women have gone through that in their life to something simple. But, you know, to, to just frame it up, because I think everybody has their own story of a big T or a small T. And I was thinking today uh, before getting on this on this program, and as a woman, as an entrepreneur, I have some bigger T, but just to give an example of a small T, as an entrepreneur, when I was in high school, I had a great fear of math. And, you know, the way our school systems are set up, if you fall behind, it's really hard to catch up. You yeah, know, it's yeah. a very military and type of... 
yeah, the industrial age education was sit down, be quiet. We tell you what to do. And if you don't, you're not smart, right? Right. So in math, I remember bringing my math teacher a six pack of giant Snickers bars. And I would set it on his desk. And he graciously was an older teacher, was about to retire, would allow me and my friend to go out and sit in the hall and do our homework. Miraculously, I finished and I had a B minus in math. Did okay. But underneath that, I had a severe, severe fear of numbers. And to then end up being an entrepreneur, I don't know if you've ever heard of Kathy Colby's profiling, but you have four different batteries. And I'm very, very high on the quick start and very low on follow through. Okay. So I'm full of ideas all the time, but follow through of like figuring out the mathematical approach to get there. I don't want to deal with it. So, you know, when I went to then become a salon owner, create my own product line, I became a really good producer, a really good producer. But underneath that was a great, great fear of survival. Now you can attach money to survival. And that's really what it was. And I didn't really have the maturity in the brain to really understand the way math works, the way it then attributes to business and being very um, risk adverse in that very smart way versus just being a producer. And, you know, I can go to my grave and say, she was a really, really good producer, <laughs> you right, know, but that's right. certainly not what I want on my tombstone. Um, and so as an entrepreneur, and I know many women, even this with the fear around money, We'll go tap into our bank account. We'll make sure that we're okay. We're safe. We've got money in it. And we slap it shut as soon as we can. Not really fully analytically thinking about, okay, where are we at? How can we grow this in a smart, strategic way? But it keeps me in my fear and just producing versus being smart about my business and creating a beautiful business that's strategic and has a growth mindset. Now, I've moved past that. But that's just an example of a small T that underlines that fear of how we kind of generate the decisions in our life. So maybe we can yeah. talk a little bit about your incredible um, kind of analysis or um, analogy, I would say, about how the mind is a computer, you know, and how we are running on this old app and we really need to upgrade and start working from the new system. So can you share a little bit about, you know, how these things get stuck, you know, with the experience then getting stuck in the amygdala giving us a cortisol jump and then getting stored in the uh, in the body and how that happens for people to really understand how their mind works and they're not a victim to their mind or experience. Great, yeah. So basically what I discovered is, is that the way that the human mind is actually very unique. We have two unique features that no other animal has. Mm-hmm. 95% of our mind is working on a subconscious basis, which is the same as an animal mind but the animal mind is 100% subconscious. So everything for an animal is happening now. Mm -hmm. And humans, we have the same system. 95% of our mind is working in the present all the time. We have two unique features. We have conscious awareness is frontal lobe. That's our ability to use reason and logic. So we can figure stuff out. If we couldn't do something before, we can figure out how to do it now. Mm -hmm. Now that's very unique and it's created the world we live in. The second feature we have is memory, and that's the ability to store billions and billions of bits of information. So everything you've ever seen, heard, smelt, or touched in your lifetime is being recorded and stored in this memory. Now, that's a great tool added along with this ability to use reason and logic, right, our intellect. However, it's creating a glitch. 
an error message mm -hmm. because the subconscious part of your mind that's operating in the present, when it accesses data or old information from five years ago, 10 years ago, it believes something's happening now. Mm -hmm. And so it's going to create a response for an action. The purpose of an emotion like fear is to escape a threat. So if you think of something that happened to you 10 years ago and you start to feel fear, it's an error message. Your mind is trying to call for an action. Mm -hmm. The purpose of an emotion, a feeling, a sensation, or a thought is an action. And that's why, like you mentioned earlier, the, the amount of thoughts that our mind is producing on a day-to-day -day basis are all really calls for action. Do something, do something now. Mm -hmm. And so if it's asking you to do something about something 10, 20 years ago, right, that's interfering with your ability to stay present and in the moment. Mm -hmm. And that's what we fix. Yeah. I really, really think that's so incredible. All right, ladies, if you're looking for natural, organic, solution-based beauty and superior CBD, go to evokebeauty.com. That's E-V-O-Q-Beauty.com and receive 25% off your very first order with the code AWAKEN. Again, that's evoqbeauty.com. Type in the code AWAKEN for 25% off your first order. I think it would be good to kind of talk about this program that you created. And maybe you can go back to when you started creating the program. I'm an entrepreneur and I'd love to hear how you kind of put basically the recipe together for people to step into that, you know, initial sensitizing event. And so maybe we can start there, you know, with your program tip. And do you, uh, do you find that you have to go back to maybe one sensitizing event or do you have to go back to all of them? How, if someone's coming in saying, there's just so much going on in my life, I've had so much trauma and are still going through trauma, maybe they're going through a severe divorce and feel like they are just so held captive. That's the way it can feel sometimes. It's so hard to reach out. Can you kind of help us understand, you know, if they wanted to approach your program, how, how do they step into that? Is it it one past trauma or to fix them up, a, a, you know, all of them at once. Because I know that when you head down one vertical of a trauma, it oftentimes can clear up many others. Maybe you can talk exactly. a little bit about the process and how that, how that happens. Because I think when people jump into having to face their fear or their trauma, the way that you've developed this program is really one not to approach of fear. It's really a beautiful process of not having to go back to the initial PTS moment, PTSD moment, which is just really the brain thinking it's happening now. Um, maybe you can share a little bit about how your program works. And I think it's really, really unique and incredible. Yeah, perfect. Great question. What we do is we work on anywhere from one to three events. That's it. And sometimes it's rare to have one, just do one, but I've done that. So probably maybe 10% of the cases, probably 50 or 60% or two, and then the other 20 or 30 will do three. Okay. And we really don't need to do any more than that. Um, because once we get the mind to start resetting, our minds are brilliant. It just really takes this process and then starts. What I say is happening is that when we go to sleep at night, we go into that theta brainwave state, mm -hmm. and then theta, the mind processes. So it's in a dream state, but in the dreaming, it's processing what it just learned from the day and starts applying it to all these events and experiences. 
So for an example, I worked with a lady who had had multiple sexual assaults when she was a child. And we worked on three different events. And when we finished, she said to me, she said, well, we're going to be here all day because I have a lot of these. Mm-hmm. And I said, we don't need to do any more. I said, your mind now understands and it'll start to process for you. She said, well, how does it do that? And I said, the mind's capable of healing. It's capable of doing this process for you. Mm-hmm. So anyway, we, we finished the session. I ran into her at a store just a month later, you know, just coincidentally. And she came over to me and she says, I've got to tell you something. She says, as good as I was feeling, there was no question those events that we worked on were done. She says, I had no emotional response anymore. She said, but when you told me my mind would clear everything else, she says, I'll be honest with you, I didn't believe you. And she says, but I was at Universal Studios on the weekend with my daughter and husband, and I was riding on the escalator, and I was looking over the railing. And my daughter said to me, Mom, look at what you're doing. And she says, I never told you I had a fear of heights. We never discussed it, and it's gone. She says, I got up to the top of the escalator, and I could look over the railing and watch people walking underneath. She says, I was never able to do that before. So that's how our minds work. And so, and the other thing is, is that I don't need any details, really specific details of the trauma. So for example, I, I'll ask them, I'll say, there's three different ways I can do this. One, I can do it just visually where you don't describe anything. I just take you through a process in about two to three minutes. I'll get your mind to start resetting that, that data. Or if you want to talk about it, that's fine too. I'll use a different kind of process while you're talking about it. Or three, I have you tell me in another language. And I says, and I'm going to teach you a new language, and it's called flowing. And there's only one word in the flowing language, and it's flowing. So mm. instead of saying, I walked into the room, you're going to say flowing, flowing, flowing. And what they're doing is they're going into memory to start pulling up, even though they're saying flowing. Okay. And why, why that is so helpful, for especially for a woman who's gone through a sexual assault, to sit there and start having to go into details about that event is very, very difficult. Mm-hmm. That's why by saying flowing, I have no idea what the details are, and it's not important for me. The process will clear it. So at that time when they're saying flowing, 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 are they bringing up the past traumatic effect, or what are they visualizing? What are they processing when they're saying flowing and 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 creating new memories out of that memory? How does that exchange work? Yeah. So what they're actually doing is looking at the traumatic event, but they're okay. going to do this in about two to three minutes. Okay. So I don't need a lot of description. And while they're even saying flowing, I'm taking them through a process. Mm-hmm. So all I'm interested in is having them actually seeing and experiencing it in that two to three minutes. And while they're doing that, I'm taking them through a series of processes to get their mind to start resetting it. And generally, by the time we're finished, it's done. So for example, I worked with a U.S. Army sniper who had to shoot and kill a 12-year-old boy. Mm. He, he couldn't even talk about it. He just sobbed. And by the time we were finished in that three minutes, he could then tell me every detail of that event and talk about it. Mm-hmm. And, and so much, so many times too, is after we do that clearing, they actually can talk about it mm-hmm. because there's so much shame and guilt that's gone along with it that they've wanted to hide it. They don't want to talk about it. But by the time we're finished, that lifts, right? There's, there's a release. There's no longer that shame and guilt along with it or wanting to cover it up and hide it. It's incredible. That's really incredible. Now, so if I were to explain it in a in a hypnotherapy session, I do a lot of regressive and regression therapy. Uh-huh. 
And, you know, I really, I really love that the mindfulness and the neuroplasticity industry, Joe Dispenza, all of these wonderful thought leaders have brought it forth and people are really taking on to it like storm. Um, But my belief is without some of that regression and going back to those sensitizing events and having the client do their own reprogramming and problem solving. And that's really all I like to explain it as is it's really truly just problem solving. And same with you, we don't always have to go back to that event. We can do some rewind and fast forward techniques um, where they can go back and address the um, perpetrator and just really kind of bring closure to that, really see it in, in their spirit eye, their mind's eye now as an adult, a thriving survivor, and go back and capture that young child and bring them back up to their future self and understand that they're safe and they're, um, you know, they survived. And so right. I really see these two, like, you know, what we do in a clinical, in a setting um, is obviously a little bit longer and a little bit more probably active on the client side. How did you come to this resolve around this very, very fast first part of that technique? And then how do they then prolong this event? Because what I do know is that we do a lot of positive mind management. And unless they can't save themselves from the negative self-talk, that past, just how they treat themselves and, and how they set up the rest of their environment going to be really hard for you to sustain that. So how do you then help them go through that so quickly and then help them prolong and sustain that state of mind? Okay. Um, so what we do, basically, I said, we're looking at about three different events. But, it, but at, the, at the same time, when we're doing that, and I said, we're doing a very short period of time. Prior to that, I've been doing a lot of education and science behind why this is happening. Mm-hmm. So it takes a lot of the fear out of it is that when we start with the premise of there's nothing wrong with you, mm-hmm. right? If I'd experienced life exactly like you did, I'd be experiencing it exactly like you are. Exactly. So I was fortunate enough not to have trauma, right? Yeah. I had little things here and there. But the advantage for me is I believe that because as a child, my central nervous system was constantly coming back into balance mm-hmm. because I had this environment. So I was learning how to deal with that and get back to center. She was not so far off center from all the things that her mind was constantly feeling that danger is everywhere. Yep. And she, and she could see it in places that to me didn't make any sense. And I couldn't understand why she was experiencing that, yet she couldn't understand why I couldn't see it. Yep. So it was because she was filtering through what I call atmospheric conditions. Mm-hmm. Her atmospheric conditions were completely different than mine. So I'm in Florida, sunshine right? Mm-hmm. And, and she's in these dark atmospheric conditions where her life didn't feel safe right? because she's grown up in a different kind of world than I did. Yep. And so if you filter through those atmospheric conditions, of course, your mind right, is going to see the world differently. Mm-hmm. So what we're saying, what I tell people is what we're going to do is we're going to clear up your atmospheric conditions, which then changes the way your mind filters through thought. And mm-hmm. so it's going to change the way your mind produces thought. Mm-hmm. And so after we finish that, then we have them listen to a series of audios. Because I said, we're really dealing with two memory systems. We're dealing with the explicit, implicit memory of the way we store details about events and experiences. Right. And then we have to work on the procedural memory, which is the same 
as the animal mind where we learn through association and repetition. Mm-hmm. So do a series of audios for 28 days, 21 days of walking out behaviors, and then seven days of walking in gratitude. And so it's resetting the old patterns, what I call codes, mm-hmm. because the mind codes, and we're having a lot of success with addiction, because what I tell people who are in addiction is that your mind has built up a code that the substance that you're using is connected to your survival. However, it's not true, yep. but your mind has built the code and it's going to follow the code. So we have another 28 days with addiction where we get the mind to reset the code. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, there is, um, you know, just like in the pharmaceutical world, everybody's looking for a pill. <laughs> yes. I I just want to make it very, very clear that there is a very active process on the processor's side that, you know, we have to, we, I have nothing but love, admiration and respect for those that are active and proactive and going after these things in our lives that are keeping us stuck. But it, it's, I always think of a reciprocal process. You know, when we're, when we give life to someone, it gives life to us back. And it's the same with ourselves. When we get into a flow of giving ourselves life, it just gives us our lives back. And so, you know, it's, I've, you know, people that come from, you know, chronic illness or what have you, once they start to come out of that, no matter if it's 2% or 3% better, the the way they feel from way they've always been is so freeing that it becomes addictive to become free. Yeah. And that's why we call our program a performance program. Mm -hmm. It's not therapy. Because if we start with the premise, there's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing that we just need to reset the mind, right? Just like a computer. I always say, if I hit my M key and my computer shut off, there's nothing wrong with my computer. Mm -hmm. It just has an error code message. Mm -hmm. So we just have to get the mind to rebuild the code so the M key becomes an M and it doesn't shut the computer off. Mm -hmm. Then it performs at its best. So what I always say is, what's interfering with you performing at your highest and best level? And it's generally these events and experiences, whether they're small T or big T, right? They're going to have an effect on your life, the way your mind works. So once we reset that, now it's clear. And once your mind is clear, it produces thoughts differently. Mm -hmm. It's not filtering through those old events and experiences because it loops. Trauma keeps looping. And that's what's keeping them in that stuck position. Mm-hmm. Once we reset that, then the mind changes the way it operates, just like a computer. So we're, it's like and somebody said to me, well, how do I know it won't come back? And I said, well, if we put Windows 10 in your system, Windows 7 doesn't come back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's a new operating system now. Yeah. And so, that's, so we've been doing this for years now. And people going all the way back to you know, five, six years ago, that trauma no longer creates any kind of a response in them. Yeah, it's so powerful. It's so very powerful. And then I found another fly. (laughs) For you, listeners of Awaken Beauty Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. Simply go to www.audibletrial.com slash Awaken Beauty Podcast. That's www.audibletrial.com Awaken Beauty Podcast. You know, going to that 
um, you know, to, to say how powerful that is. So going back to my money analogy and women and trauma and fears, I mean, and women, just the way that they've been conditioned ever since they were young, the way they were told to act and to display themselves and that they needed to then have kids. And now we have these women that are maturing and finding that they really like self-actualization and careers and they're having children later in life. And there's like this guilt and underlying shame and all these systems that run in the back of our brain, just societal, you know, what we're born into just, you know, the way it is. And 61% of women would literally rather talk about how to prepare for their death than talking about money. You know, that's just a very, you know, high level, just a very, you know, common thing women have a fear of. And, you know, let's go back into childhood because between the ages of zero and seven, where we don't have this critical factor, this analytical mind, you know, kind of what you're talking about with the mammalian brain is, is what comes in is just kind of stored and planted and not all children have control over their childhood. And so that environmental experience is very much theirs that's stored and then compounds on the experiences thereafter, the age of seven. And, you know, my hypnotherapy mentor um, quoted that by the time a kid is 17, they've seen over 38,000 murders. Okay. And then we go into the addiction piece of young men and, you know, just the, I I interviewed Dr. Lindsay Berkson and she said that men of age of 27 are coming in with ED, erectile dysfunction because of the pornography addiction. So maybe you can tap into a little bit about, okay, you know, we've got women in that industry, autoimmune diseases. I know it well with background in functional medicine is part of that releasing cortisol in that framing in the back of the mind that's always going, keeping the body in inflammation. But now let's go back into how can we help our kids? How can a mom help their kid that has an addiction or uh, an unstable brain or is told they have ADHD and just can't function? Well, we put all these labels on these different things, but they're all coming from the same area. It's coming from inflammation. The infl- uh, When I talk about it, what I say is unresolved trauma creates inflammation in the body. Mm-hmm. The inflammation in the body compromises the immune system and the neurotransmitters. Yep. So we're getting physically sicker and at the same time feeling bad because our neurotransmitters are affected. Right. And the only solution they have is to medicate them. Yep. But we're not fixing the problem. So when we have this unresolved trauma, the cells go into a cell danger response. So they actually develop a hardened membrane. So they develop a, and that's to protect it. It goes into a protection mode. Right. And the purpose of that is to protect the cell from anything penetrating it, any foreign invader, bacteria or whatever it is, until the danger passes. But as we know, the danger never passes because of the way our mind has stored the information about the danger. No animal can do that. If, if, a, if a danger, an animal, and I always use this as an example, A zebra cannot feel fear of a lion Mm -hmm. unless there's a lion present. Mm -hmm. So zebras can't imagine lions and zebras can't remember lions. But if a lion shows up, zebra's nervous system will be fully activated to protect the zebra. We have the exact same system, except we've added memory. And that's what's creating these glitches and error messages, putting this into inflammation, which is then compromising our immune system. And then we end up with autoimmune issues and all we're doing is medicating it. And what I discovered when I did a lot of the research into the medication 
what I found out was a lot of these antidepressant, anti-anxiety medications have anti-inflammatories in it. Mm -hmm. And so what I realized is I don't necessarily believe in every case that it's actually the medication that is actually fixing it as much as it is the inflammation going down. Right. That's fixing it. Right. And so, I, and at first I couldn't understand why would they put anti-inflammatories into medication? And I think it's because the cells can't absorb the medication when they're inflamed. Yep. So they have yep. to get the inflammation down to get their medication in. So the question is, is it the medication that's working or is it the inflammation going down that is actually helping? Or it's is, it the, or is it the placebo it. effect? Possibly, yeah. You know, I but, think I'm getting better. I mean, that's that. I mean, the placebo has been shown to have powerful effects over medication in, in its hands. So, absolutely. You know, I love your analogy of how the membrane actually literally hardens. You know, yeah. and so you know, think of that, and then put that analogy into anger. You know, yeah, if yeah. if you've got a body full of inflamed, hardened material that's meant to be fluid and have um, just the ebb and flow in between life circumstances and events and, and what have you and be able to repair effectively, you're always in, in fight or flight. And so, of course, you're going to have outbursts. Of course, you're going to have anger that just comes out. And then, you know, you have these thoughts where... I don't know, my mind just, it just came out of me. Well, as the mind thinketh, the mind beeth, and that's the kind of state that the body is in. So it's really, like you said, it's the, you know, the fear or the trauma is just information and that's, that's really coming out from the emotion that's stored in the body. So do you have any other comments around if you're seeing a client come in and they are heavily medicated? What has been your experience? I know for me, they're a little bit less reactive, but we're able to get there. Um, in hypnotherapy, so have, can, can you tell me about what your experience is if they're on medications and they still want to go through with your program? That's probably the only place where we have difficulty. Yep. Is if they're heavily medicated, I can't get their mind to process because the purpose of the medication is to block the mind from processing. Mm -hmm. And so I've had, you know, I had one guy come in, he was literally drunk. I mean, I could smell the alcohol and I thought, well, I'm going to try it anyway. Yeah. Right? But I could not get his mind to process. Yep. And so if they're on heavy, heavy medications, it's very, very difficult. Mm -hmm. But as long as they're on, you know, they can be on some medications, but not heavily medicated. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, that's really what my experience has been. But it's fairly rare. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, most of the people who are coming in are looking for, for some help and they're not too, too heavily medicated. And I can work through that. Mm -hmm. but, you know, back to the, the cell danger response is the problem that we're seeing is that's, that cell danger response is to protect the integrity of the cell. So nothing's getting into the cell, but it also means nothing's getting out. Right, right, right. Yep. So it's not processing. So I believe that's a lot of times where we're seeing cancer come in. Yep. Because the cell is actually, you know, fermenting in itself yep. and not processing. And if that inflammation stays because the mind doesn't think it's out of danger, that's what was happening to my daughter. Her mm -hmm. lower intestinal area was constantly inflamed. The only way they could get that down was to give her heavy doses of steroids. Mm -hmm. But that was, and that creates a whole new set of emotional issues. That she's right. Dealing. And health issues. So yeah. yeah, it's just a reciprocal and 
medications and issues and autoimmune. And, you know, I feel like there, there is a body of professionals and medical professionals, specifically functional medicine and some, and some others that are really getting to the root. And, you know, you can even go into nutraceutical therapy and even genetics is really profound, but it really comes down to what I have learned. I mean, I can paint a woman all day long with hair color or beautiful makeup or cut their hair and make them just look exactly like the picture they wanted it to be when they came in. But guarantee the next time they come in, they're just as messed up in their marriage. They're unhappy. We can run to all of these one hit, one pill wonders, but really it does come back to personal responsibility, finding the help that we need, such as your program or professional um, clinical hypnotherapist like myself that can help guide the person into reprocessing and processing and resetting that mind so they can be free and live consciously and not in the back of their brain, back in memory and imagination. And so I just don't want to undermine the power of our mind and using our spirit mind and living consciously and bouncing things out that aren't you know, true and correct for us. So with your program, can you explain a little bit, you know, we've talked about children, we've talked about women and, and the amount of trauma they have in their lives. And even you probably work with some professionals. I myself am an entrepreneur and always looking to excel myself and my business. Can, have you helped a lot of people in the entrepreneurial and the business mind um, set and industry as well? Yeah, I've had a lot of success in that. I work with professional athletes, uh, CEOs, executives, because it's the same thing as if the mind is not staying present, mm-hmm. it's not going to perform at its best. So I believe what is actually happening is if our mind is working on unresolved things, it's draining actually the ATP, the energy in the cell. Hmm. So we have less power. So, for example, I worked with uh, Marco Cicetto. And Marco is a uh, marathon runner. He's from Kenya. Oh, wow. But he lost both his legs to uh, an accident with frostbite. So he had had a trauma. And he ended up losing both his legs, but he's a potential Olympic hopeful. Mm-hmm. And so they wanted him to go through our program to see if we can get him performing better. Mm-hmm. And so he came in, he sat with me, and uh, I took him through the session. Nine days later, he ran in his first race and took 15 seconds per mile off his time. Unbelievable. Which is huge. At that level, it's really huge. Yeah. And and so then two weeks later, he ran in the Boston Marathon, which was his second race. And he broke the world record for amputees. So he's now the world record holder for amputees. Well, that is quite a testimonial to have on your program, Don. Yeah. And he, he just actually, if you go to our site, you'll see his testimonial said, it was all in my mind. And the way he described it was actually very simple. Is he said, when I used to run before, I'd be thinking, I've got 20 miles to go. I've got 10 miles to go. He says, and then now what he said, I found myself saying, I'm at the 10-mile marker. I'm at the 15-mile marker. And that sounds subtle, but it's actually very big. Because what he was saying was, I'm present. Mm-hmm. I'm at the 10-mile marker, not I've got 15 miles to go. Yeah, and so that's what really staying in the moment. So I also worked with, uh, actually just a couple of weeks ago, I worked with a gentleman at the Spartan Games. I don't know if you know Spartan. They're the marathon endurance obstacle course. And they had their world championships in Lake Tahoe. Okay. And so when I got there, the lady who runs Spartan Japan, they have about 250 of these races around the world. 
but their world championships were in Lake Tahoe for all the best of the best athletes from all over the globe. And so when I got there, the lady from Japan asked if I could work with one of their racers who was a Green Beret. And they said, just, you know, because of the stuff he dealt with as a Green Beret, they wanted him to go through the program. Mm -hmm. But they also wanted to see how he could increase his performance. And so the guy who was expected to win it, they said, was really unbeatable. The guy who was supposed to win it was just winning everything. And so I worked with this guy on Friday, my guy, Rob Killian. And on Sunday, he ran in the world championships and won it. He wow. beat the guy by a minute. Ugh. And I really believe it was because he just had more energy, more ATP, mitochondria yep. in the cell, more power. Yep. So um, It goes back again, to the mind and the biology of biology yeah. of belief, right? Yep. And so yep. it is all in that cell membrane and re- re-metabolizing that so that it can be at its most efficient state possible, working for us, not against us. All right, ladies, if you're looking for natural organic solution-based beauty and superior CBD, go to evokebeauty.com. That's E-V-O-Q-Beauty.com and receive 25% off your very first order with the code awaken. Again, that's evoqbeauty.com. Type in the code awaken for 25% off your first order. Love a quote that you said is confidence is a byproduct of your state of skill. And that, you know, if you have a fear of something, you're not just going to say, okay, I've got confidence. I got to have confidence. And I have confidence. You can't positive line management yourself into confidence. It is mastering the 10,000 hours of the skill and getting up every morning and saying, yep, I'm going to do better today than I did yesterday. And being in the moment and being conscious of how you are producing your day. Exactly. That's what I say is confidence is a byproduct of your skill. But if you build your foundation on confidence, and this is why I worked with a professional golfer, and I, I said to him, do you think you need to be confident to play good golf? And he said, well, yes. And I said, well, you don't, because if you build your foundation on confidence, I can guarantee you it will crumble throughout your round of golf because you're going to make mistakes for humans. I said, but if you develop your foundation on optimism, that no matter what happens, I'm a professional. There's no danger on a golf course, but the mind perceives threats as dangers. Right. And so if you start thinking, oh, something went wrong, your mind thinks of that as there's a lion, there's a threat, and it's much bigger. And then that takes the mind, draining the energy, draining the focus. Mm-hmm. But optimism changes it. Optimism yep. is no problem. I hit the ball in the bunker. I'm a great bunker player. I'll just get out of the bunker. And which is and a big and why you have forgiveness as a part of your past part of your program is because it gets the mindset into gratitude and being thankful for each moment and being able to optimize each moment. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, you look at the greats, you know, and I use golf as a great analogy. I mean, the greats, yeah, I remember hearing... Golf, you just got off the golf course. Oh, golf course. I love golf. I love, I love sports. Sports is such a being a great teacher. It's great. But I remember hearing Arnold Palmer say, I expect to make seven mistakes every round. Hmm. So when he made a mistake, he would say, okay, there's one. There's one. Right? He yep. just accepted it. Yep. As opposed to if he starts thinking, uh-oh, what's wrong with my swing? And then starts thinking, what did I do wrong? Mm-hmm. The mind interprets that as a threat. Yep. And that's a survival threat. Well, you're not going to die on a golf course. 
Right. right? Yeah. I the mind add, doesn't know that. I have an analogy I, you know, exactly. like comes in with this and I've kind of trained myself. You know, if something goes, we all need that kind of health insurance plan. Where I always put $5,000 aside in my brain, compartmentalize it, and I call it my oh shit plan. And $5,000 to spend a year of like, well, my tire went out. That's part of my oh shit plan. And you back it away and it's not going to be all You know, it's mindset. How do you frame it? How do you reframe it? So exactly. that's incredible. Well, yeah. you, yeah, well you the same thing. I also had, had another uh, example of the golf course here. I'm at Tim Burke, who's a world champion uh, golfer in long distance. Oh, wow. And so when he came to see me this year, they said, you know, we think Dr. Wood can get your performance up. Hmm. So when he came to see me, he, um, the very first tournament he was playing in was three days later. So I took him through the program, the four-hour program. He started on the audio program, and then he went to the tournament and won it. Wow. And he drove his final, his final drive was 474 yards. And he made the finals of every single tournament he played in this year, winning two of them, and finished second in the world. And he credits the program. He says, I've never been so calm playing golf. Mm. That's why we focus on there's nothing wrong with you. Mm-hmm. Let's focus on what's interfering with you performing. So it's a, mm-hmm. the whole focus of the program is not the trauma. The yep. focus of the program is performing. Yep. We just have to get through this stuff to get you to that level of performance that you want to reach. That's a whole different mindset. Yeah, you could also say state of flow, you know, performance yeah. or, or flow, just being in your zone of genius and not back in the back of your memory and imagination, again, where those traumas are stored. And yes. it can be a quick transaction exactly. and then just the mind management, which is what we do and what you do with the program. And it's just continue upgrading. And then you find a new thing in your life and you're like, bing, I know how to do this. You go at it and you upgrade it. And so it's a continual process. I don't, I do not believe we are ever done with this process. Okay. And it's, it can be fun if you get out of those first initial sensitizing events that you feel are so big. But when we take that elephant, put it back down and put it where it needs to be and then, you know, can use our mind better. It's, it's just so freeing. And so with your program, um, you know, maybe you can tell me you do have a book out. And, I, and can you remind me of the name? I think it's... It, you it, must be out of your mind. Yeah, you must be. <laughs> mind. I love the title. You must be out of your mind. So that is for sale on your website, which is the inspiredperformanceinstitute.com. On a personal level, Don, to just kind of close us out today. And thank you so much for your wealth and knowledge. What you're doing out there is just incredible. And, you know, I think you should probably start charging about 5% commission on all of these uh, professional athletes and what they're winning out there. You could be- That would actually actually be a good idea. It's another bucket. (laughs) Yeah. Can you tell me on a, I always end the podcast uh, on something that you personally, and what you haven't shared yet here today, that you personally have awakened to yourself lately that you could share with our, our guests? Well, definitely in terms of, I know we talked about women, I know you work a lot with women, mm-hmm. and I really feel that they've really been underserved. Yep. That I think it's probably, and this I believe is on the low side, 80% of the people that I see have had sexual abuse as a child. Mm-hmm. It's a pandemic in this country. Yep. And it's just basically, I mean, and now we're starting to see a lot more of this coming out with Harvey Weinstein and all this kind of stuff that men don't understand that the world is not as safe for women as it is for us. 
Mm-hmm. I can walk out to my car at nighttime in a parking lot and I'm not thinking about what's the car beside me. Is there anybody in it? Is anybody driving around the parking lot? I just walk out to my car. Mm-hmm. Women can't do that. Mm-hmm. So that puts a lot more stress on women in the way that they're living in the world. Now you take that and you add all the previous trauma that keeps looping through their minds. Is it any wonder why we're seeing more women with Alzheimer's, Parkinson's? Right. right? Autoimmune disease. Autoimmune. Yes. Because they're under a lot more stress. And I think if we can educate men to understanding how sensitive the world is for women, my wife was a perfect example, Mm -hmm. that you have to be very, very careful and start changing the dialogue on how we treat women. And And it's not that I never did because I was always brought up with treating women with respect. And uh, I still remember the lesson I had one time when I think I was 16, about 16 years old, and my mother said something, and I was not even what would be considered rude, but was I said something to my mom that was and not arguing or swearing at her, just said it very, I think, probably... Um, Authoritatively? Yeah, and not, not even that, just disrespectfully, probably, the way my dad... And all of a sudden, my dad never hit me, never at any time. But all of a sudden, I felt this tap on the back of my head. And I was so surprised. I turned around, I looked at him, and he said, she may be your mother, but she's my wife, and I don't allow anybody to talk to my wife like that. Stop it. Wow. And, and I wasn't by any means even raising my voice. But my father said, you cannot treat women like that, including mm. your mother. Mm. And that was a huge lesson for me. And if we can bring up young men, Mm-hmm. To have that kind of respect for women, I think we make the world a safer place for women. All right, ladies, if you're looking for natural, organic, solution-based beauty and superior CBD, go to evokebeauty.com. That's E-V-O-Q-Beauty.com and receive 25% off your very first order with the code AWAKEN. Again, that's evoqbeauty.com. Type in the code AWAKEN for 25% off your first order. Dr. Wood, I just love that. That really, that really is really, really touching. And it, and it may bring pain to a lot of women because of that 80% that have gone through sexual abuse or molestation in any way, both verbally or physically. You know, for all of you women out there that are listening, it's not your fault. And one thing I want you to be aware of is if you have been attacked or abused, your mind literally goes numb and it decompartmentalizes and goes into analgesia and you will you will just, as a byproduct, almost invite perpetrators back into your life because it's what your mind knows and you've numbed that out. And it's, so it's almost as if you go numb and you allow it to happen. And so it's really, really critical. And it is your birthright to become conscious and know that there are people out there like Dr. 
Don Woods program that can do it for you in a matter of four hours or with someone like me or in your area that can help you get back down into the subconscious, not just talk therapy, but down in the subconscious to literally pull that root out. You will no longer be a victim or a perpetrator. And, you know, even with Dr. Don, with couples, you know, and divorce and women that are stuck in marriages with the fear of money or you name it. I mean, what anything that we do, and I'm sure you do, is getting the woman as strong as they can possibly be so that they can go out and be the best them that they can be and survive by themselves and not have to be a victim. And so what you just said is was so touching and it gives hope to any mothers raising boys out there or you know women that have been you know affected by abuse in their life. So thank you for sharing that. Thank you. And that's um, what we do at the end of our program. We focus on your highlights and successes mm-hmm. and your goals and targets because once we've cleared the path, now it's easier for your mind to start filtering through those because it won't default to survival. It's yep. now going to stay in the present, focusing on its goals and targets, using its best resources to produce thought and action. Love that. Fires together, rewires. So Absolutely. very, very powerful. Well, your program is very exciting. I'm going to raise my hand right over here. Like I can always (laughs) excel in my life. (laughs) That's outside of my math issue. (laughs) Exactly. Um, Can you tell us a little bit more about where we can find you? And I will let all of our listeners know your fabulous program. We will be putting a link for a free download from you, as well as a link to how to get into the program on this episode. So look for that in the show notes. Is there anything else that you would like to tell us today that we missed or um, just let us know where we can find you? That would be great. Yeah, if you go to our website, you can uh, look up. We have three different ways of delivering the program. One is personally with me one-on-one. Two, I've also developed this online. So you can actually go through the program online on your own right? Or you can also go to somebody like Cassandra and she can take you through the program. So mm-hmm. there's a couple of different ways of doing it, but I've also done it in groups. So I worked out in San Diego with a group of 140 uh, people, mostly women, but men as well. And we were clearing trauma in, in a group in a four-hour session of people just saying it was life-changing. Wow. And so I took them through the whole four-hour session just as if they were sitting with me one-on-one. And it was incredible. Yeah. One to many. Yes. Great, great, great way to address these kind of things. Let's free them all up. Let's get the stadiums filled. So Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I, I really believe that mm-hmm. the, the mind and body are designed to heal. They're designed to go to homeostasis. What's interfering with it being able to do that? What I have discovered from, from my research is that it's all coming from trauma. It's 100%. Yeah. Great job. Great job with your Thank program. You. Great job with all the incredible work that you're doing, the many people that you're healing. So props to you, all of you that are listening. I told you this would be an epic episode. And like I said, I will make sure that all the show notes, where to find Dr. Wood, his website, the link for the free download and how we can get you on board to freeing and mastering your mind for a life full of potential. Um, We'll leave it all right there. So make sure you like and subscribe to the Awaken Beauty podcast, wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. And like always, stay sane, get sleep, and bring your sexy back. Thanks. Hello, Awaken Beauties. Thank you for joining Cassandra today. Were you inspired to bring your sexy back? 
please like and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Interested in high-quality natural products for your hair, skin, and wellness? Please visit evokebeauty.com. Again, that's evokebeauty.com. E-V-O-Q beauty.com. Until next time, stay sane, get sleep, and bring your sexy back.